This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. This is Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong, and they're starting to call it the COVID-19 real estate frenzy. The market is still really red hot. And in a moment, we'll be checking in with John Carlson of 2% Realty, johnnysmartpoint.com, to talk real estate and how to navigate through the challenges and opportunities with the current market. That's coming up, but first, some of the consumer news headlines. And when it comes to this real estate market, it looks like the B.C. government is taking a wait-and-see approach with sale prices often going for well above the asking price. Finance Minister Selena Robinson says the market has been hard to predict and claims, quote, We're keeping an eye on it. She says she can only imagine what would have happened if things like the speculation tax and renter protections weren't in place. Uh, She also put some of the blame on cities holding up building permits, mentioning Vancouver as particularly problematic on that front. Meantime, it's looking like condos are now catching up to detached homes when it comes to prices, especially in Toronto and here in Vancouver. In the last half of last year, the real estate market frenzy in those markets was mainly driven by buyers looking for larger homes away from the downtown core, but now they seem to be looking to the smaller and more urban homes as well. According to the Real Estate Board of Greater Vancouver, the ratio of sales to active listings for condos is 42%, and that's the highest it's been since 2018. Those COVID rebate checks that many of us were supposed to get from ICBC this past week have been delayed, and ICBC says it's thanks to a cyber attack. The corporation says computer hackers got into a third-party vendor that was accessing customers' names, addresses, and all sorts of info related to these rebate checks. It doesn't look like any of that info has been accessed by the hackers, but ICBC says they still want to make sure. They also say that they are optimistic that the delay will be minimal and they will try to find a new way to issue checks in the coming weeks. And far out, man... That's my hippie voice, by the way. Cosmic Alley is set to become the official name for a landmark in White Rock. The current name is Marine Lane, and it's a stretch of road behind Marine Drive between Martin and Finley Streets in White Rock. But since the hippie days of the 60s and on, people have been calling it Cosmic Alley. It was kind of a meeting place, and it's now being described as a very unique part of the fabric of White Rock. Councillor Dave Chesney put forth the motion last week, and it passed unanimously. This is Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. And coming up, we're going to talk real estate. The numbers are still good. Problem has been there's not enough stuff to buy, but that might be changing. Guiding us through the opportunities out there in the world of real estate will be John Carlson of 2% Realty, johnnysmartpoint.com. That's when Vancouver Consumer continues on CKNW. It's Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Martin Strong, and it's time to talk real estate with our friend John Carlson from 2% Realty. You know him as johnnysmartpoint.com. Hello, John. How are you? 
Hey, I'm doing great. Thanks for uh, having me back this afternoon. Yeah, so I'm uh, I'm looking at your website, and I'm seeing the little green banner, johnnysmartpoint.com. And if you go to johnnysmartpoint.com, you can go to active listings. And I'm seeing uh, a few of those green banners, which say new listings, which is uh, always a very welcome thing in a market like this. Yes, absolutely. And, uh, you know, the, the market, we've talked about this our last few shows, the inventory in a lot of segments has been somewhat light compared to previous years and, and typical years, whereas demand has been at record, you know, strong levels. So obviously that's creating a seller's market. And uh, as the new listings hit, and let's face it, we're in the middle of March, I think spring is what first day of spring is tomorrow. So, uh, you know, we're I'm always looking for new listings and I love to work for people who are selling their homes. And especially now, given that there seems to be a real shortage of good inventory on the market, it's nice to have uh, some new listings. I have a couple of them. I mean, we can talk about them now or later on in the show, but there's a couple in particular that I thought the listeners might be interested in. Well, let, let's let's talk about what's available out there. I mean, I'm, I'm looking here that everywhere from Maple Ridge, Surrey, there's uh, one in Richmond, uh, and there's one in Maple Ridge that looks pretty nice, just over a quarter acre. That looks like a, a nice home. You know, I wanted to talk about this one, so thanks for bringing it up. This is a brand new listing, just hit the market a couple days ago. And um, this is the kind of thing that I think the listeners might want to might want to actually come and see themselves. So I'm going to give some information on it. This is a detached house with a basement suite. It's uh, built in the mid-90s, and it's just cared for exceptionally well. And the nice thing about this property, or one of the nice things, is the location. It's in a development called Creekside. Uh, which is not far from Alexander Robinson School in the Cottonwood area of Maple Ridge. The address is 23715 116th Avenue. And if people want to go to my website, they can see photos and virtual tours and do the 3D walkthrough tour. I'm going to be there Sunday, uh, tomorrow, between noon and 3 p.m. We're concentrating our viewings into a relatively compressed period of time because the uh, the tenants of the home there have a new baby, and we're just trying to make sure to keep everything easy for them. We'll be looking at offers on this one on Tuesday. But the list price is $1.2499, so one and a quarter million. Uh, the lot is over 12,000 square feet, so it's an over over a quarter acre lot, and it's surrounded by greenbelt. And I'm not talking a little strip of trees. I'm talking about a lush, protected, natural area that is completely at the back of the house and then wrapping around the west side of the property. There's no neighbors for a long ways behind or to the west on this one. There's only a neighbor on the one side. So with that great big lot, you get a, you know, a house that's about 3,000 square feet, three bedrooms up two bedrooms and a den down. It's got a beautiful basement suite for, say, your in-laws. It's it's not a little rental cubby with a, you know, stuck in the corner. It's it's a nice big open kitchen, uh, really nice suite with views out the back to the green belt. Uh, this property is also pretty cool because it's got the, the double garage and a big long driveway. The house is set back a ways. And it's got a separate driveway to the side with a detached carport or workshop space. Um, and so you've got all kinds of room for RV parking or boats, if that's what you like, uh, separate, you know, workshop space and all that stuff. So great big lot, tons of privacy, serenity, the condition's fantastic. Go to my website and see it. You'll see solid hardwood floors throughout the main level and just really nice cared for home at 1.25. This one's going to be uh, pretty attractive. And once again, I'm going to be there at 23715 116th Avenue in Maple Ridge Sunday uh, between noon and three for showings by appointment only. So if there's any listeners out there who want to see it, make sure they make sure you give me a call first because I need to schedule in uh, for the showings. But but there's 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 one listing that I'm quite excited to have, and, and uh, 
I'm, I'm willing to talk to anybody about that who might be interested. Yeah, that is a, a beauty on 116 Avenue in Maple Ridge. If you go to johnnysmartpoint.com, you can see uh, the photographs of it, all the details, uh, learn about the, the green belt. It's just a beautiful property, johnnysmartpoint.com. You can do a virtual tour on his website. And if you would like to go see it, Give him a call, 604-612-0080. John at johnnysmartpoint.com is the uh, email address as well. So you can you can get a hold of John if you want to go see it tomorrow. Uh, yeah, like it's a, it's a house. Um, yeah, I think you could call it a compound. <laughs> it's a beautiful, beautiful property. Yeah, it's the kind of property I personally like where there's a bit of privacy and you have room to do the kind of things you want to do without having, you know, a whole bunch of neighbors behind and beside and, you know, real high density. It's the opposite of that. It's it's a, it's a really great setting. Um, I've also got another new listing in, in Richmond uh, in uh, on the on the waterfront there. Um, go to my website and, and take a look at that one as well. It's a it's a condo at 388.8 and uh, I'm sorry, 588.8 and it's uh, about 1,100 square feet with two bedrooms and uh, uh, wood floors, and it's in really great shape as well. There's another brand new one, and I've got others coming on. And for the listeners out there who are, who you know, I, I, get, I hear from some of them, uh, and they say they listen to the program regularly, and they're getting ready to get their house ready. This spring market is really uh, shaping up to be fantastic, and I'm definitely available. Um, I, I'm not too busy. Sometimes people ask me the question, gee, John, I hear you all the time. It sounds like you're busy. Are you too busy to take my listing? And I can tell you the answer to that right now is no, because uh, I'm I'm accustomed to carrying, you know, a number of listings um, and, you know, they're selling relatively quickly now and the inventory is low. And so I'm definitely not overburdened. Um, and so I'll just put that out there to whatever listeners might be thinking about giving me a call. It's Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. Uh, I'm Martin Strong. We're talking to John Carlson. Uh, JohnnySmartPoint.com is the place to go to get in touch with John and to see uh, everything you need to see about these these uh, homes and if you want to set up a, uh, you know, uh, go see. I just made that word up, go see. Uh, 604-612-0080 is the number. And I'm judging by all these new listings uh, that that perhaps you're seeing an easing of this inventory problem. Because the problem with this market was uh, prices were through the roof. People are buying, but it's getting harder and harder to find products to buy. Or I won't say products. I'll just say homes. Uh, but are things easing up out there? Is it getting a little easier? I'm not feeling it yet. Um on a day-to-day basis, you know, with the, the clients I'm looking at as buyers, we're still in a position where we're competing on, you know, a lot of properties that, I, that we're looking at. So I can't say I really feel it yet, but I think there is that trend there. The The number of listings that is hitting now seems to be higher than it was even a couple of weeks ago. And traditionally, as the weather improves, and we're definitely seeing that too, uh, people who are thinking about selling their homes are kind of in the stage of getting it ready right now. And so I, I see the trend happening. There are more listings hitting now than there were a couple of weeks and a month ago, but it's, you know, it's still a little bit like, you know, rain in the desert. It's evaporating relatively quickly. The good listings are selling quickly and and that's a good distinction to make as well. Not all listings are selling quickly. Um, Buyers are focused on the best in every segment and those, you know, listings that are positioned well and priced well and show well, they seem to be getting a lion's share of the activity and the offers, whereas maybe lesser homes that don't show um, quite as strong of a 
a value proposition or conditions weak or location, those sorts of things. They're, they're, they're not getting quite as much action, but overall, the good homes are selling quick and therefore inventory doesn't last that long. And, uh, you know, buyers have to be on the ball and uh, be ready to compete in some of these segments. That's just the way it is. But to answer your question, I'm hoping that we get more and more inventory over this next month or so, which will help the market ease a little bit and, and give those people who are selling and buying a little bit of an easier time to coordinate the, the, the two transactions together. And I guess the takeaway from all this is it, it's a good time to sell a home if uh, you're thinking of uh, downsizing or if, if it's something you've been thinking of, uh, this is like a really stellar time to sell a home. And, uh, and if you contact John, I, this is something I think we should talk about because you're a, a 2% realtor, but your website is johnnysmartpoint.com. And the reason why you call it SmartPoint is because... Uh, it's really important to have a, a realtor who knows what they're doing in a market like this. There's a lot of pitfalls that you can that you can get into uh, with these, even selling in a hot market. It's not that easy. And and you provide what you like to call the smart point between the experience and the skill which you have. You've sold over a thousand homes, uh, and the commission where you're not spending too much commission. So explain how the commission works at johnnysmartpoint.com. Sure. Thank you. Um, and, and I'll say right off the bat that there are different commission models out there. Uh, there are no set rates. There's no standard rates, if you will. Um, the majority of licensed real estate agents in Fraser Valley and Greater Vancouver charge 7% of the first $100,000 of a sale price plus 2.5% of the balance. That's what you see out there for the most part. And again, yeah, the smart point um, I would suggest, uh, you know, has to do with a good commission structure and also an experience level and service level that's proven successful. Um, but again, no set rates out there and people can charge, you know, whatever they want. However, I get a lot of calls from people who say, Hey, you know, I, you know, I do know an agent or two and, you know, I saw the house down the street sell and it sold in a week. And, you know, I, my, maybe it was my friend and I talked to them and they spent X amount on commission. And I thought, gee, is that, is that too much? You, you, Martin just said too much commission. Well, what is too much? It's something that we can have a discussion about, but all I will say about that is that I do save my clients significant amount of money in commission compared to the majority of other agents they talk to out there and the quotes that they get from other, from other agents. So if you can do a good job uh, and save people money, generally that's an attractive proposition. And, and that's the smart point that I put forward to people. Um, I don't cut corners and we do, you know, all the marketing we need to do and, and, and even more so as evidenced by, you know, this radio program. But, um, you know, I try to make sure and make it easy for people to work with me and to give me a call. And again, I get calls from people saying, hey, I know a couple of agents, but, you know, it sounds like you might have something kind of interesting there in terms of a business proposal. Let's let's talk about it. Come over and see my house. Tell me what, you know, what you would do to sell my house and we can talk about the commission structure as well. So, um, I'm open to all of those kind of conversations, and I'm happy to uh, provide whatever kind of information I can. And I, I think that people have to do what's best for them in, in terms of you know the sale of their home. These are big decisions. These are big financial decisions with impacts that can last your entire lifetime. And you know it's it's not necessarily difficult to sell a good house right now, but the challenge is: are you selling it uh, in such a way that you're maximizing that sale price? Because you know, the market is kind of, uh, I'll use the word wild. Uh, when you're, when, when one property 
gets two or three offers, but another one gets 12 or 15, that, that property with a lot of offers has a chance of selling much higher and uh, then, then maybe some of the competition. So I'm seeing some sales that are, I mean, all the sales are pretty strong. Some I've thought, gee, you know, maybe they could have got more. Oftentimes I'm seeing properties I'm selling that are like, wow, there's a new benchmark in terms of pricing. So uh, an experienced agent, I think, is one who can help you navigate that kind of uh, wild west environment a little bit and set the stage for you to benefit, you know, to the highest degree possible when it comes to selling and getting a good price and keeping as much money uh, in your pocket as you can. So. That's really my focus these days when it comes to helping people list and sell their properties is finding that right uh, level of preparedness for the house and how to demonstrate all the, the, the virtues of the home, but also having a price point that will attract the maximum amount of interest and generate the best offers possible. Yeah, and, and if you're confused by a lot of these numbers, these commission structures, just go to johnnysmartpoint.com and uh, you can actually see the table. Uh, what you could save what a you know a typical real realtor charges what some do uh what what john does and you can actually literally put a price on your home and see what you could save uh on commission and that's you know that's serious money and it's worth looking at we're talking to john carlson johnnysmartpoint.com if you'd like to get a hold of john 604 612 And he also has an email, john at johnnysmartpoint.com. And when we come back, I I was just reading some news. I want to get your take on it about uh, condos. Uh, Condos kind of have been lagging behind, but not so much. And when we come back on Vancouver Consumer, we're going to get John's uh, opinion on that. So stick around. Welcome back to Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong, and uh, we're talking real estate with John Carlson. JohnnySmartPoint.com is his website. He is a very experienced realtor in the Lower Mainland, sold more than a, a thousand properties around here. And uh, we're talking about this market. We've been talking for months about how how crazy this market market is. I've, I've heard this phrase a number of times now, the COVID-19 real estate frenzy. It seems like yes. that's a phrase that you're starting to see actually around. Uh, but the story that I, uh, that I saw this week was condos catching up to detached homes when it comes to prices. Because I guess so far the story has been detached homes, especially away from the downtown core that were really catching fire, right? That's a big segment, yes. And uh, I think speaking of the COVID-19 situation, there was a lot of speculation that uh, because people's work habits had changed and maybe people were valuing their their own interior home space a little bit more, that there was a trend to move away from the urban centers and smaller residences and maybe uh, into uh, the suburban centers with bigger houses, residences, that sort of thing. And there's there's truth in that. I mean, there's no 100% truth in any of these in any of these, uh, you know, ideas, but yeah, I think there's there's definitely truth in that. And if you if you think back actually to uh, you know say 2016 and maybe 17 when the market was really happening, uh, condos were making a comeback then as well. And it's really a, a function of affordability as much as anything else. Um, you know, back when the market slumped a little bit, it seems like a strange concept to even think about, but. Uh, Prior to you know last year in March, um, the the market had slowed down just a little bit, and and condos and you know everything had had relaxed. Let's just say, uh, with the detached housing market, when it starts to get really excited and prices get pushed up, you know there's a spillover effect, if you will. the The prices get to the point where certain people, a lot of people, say, hey, you know maybe 
maybe we can't afford this market anymore. Maybe we can't buy here. Maybe we have to go further east or maybe we want to stay close to where we, you know, where we've traditionally grown up or lived. But maybe instead of a house, boy, we might want to think about a row house or, or a townhouse. And, you know, and then as time goes on, you know, those because because those segments are in the affordable range, let's say, uh, they attract the, the buyers that can afford that. And then those that group of buyers kind of starts bidding those prices up. And as those go up, some of them will fall. Some of the buyers will fall away and say, hey, we can't really afford that segment anymore. And so condos tend to be affordable uh, compared to, you know, their their other options, detached and, and attached row homes. So that makes them a good target, if you will, for people who want to get in the market. Because, you know, some people have thought, hey, I want to buy a house, a piece of land. But they realize that given affordability in greater Vancouver and Fraser Valley, that they need a stepping stone. And so that leads them to a more affordable property. And what we're seeing now is it's a bit of a delayed reaction. We saw houses go crazy. They're still doing great. Townhomes kind of caught fire a little bit after that. They pushed up and they're still doing great. And now condominiums, uh, whereas a year or two ago, we were talking about the challenges with insurance and uh, some of these other issues. Well, some of those challenges have worked their way through. There's a lot of good buildings that don't have any problems in that regard. And buyers are saying, hey, I have an affordability level of this. I want to get in the market. So here's what I'm looking at. So it just kind of makes sense that condos, you know, pick up the slack and they start joining the party as well. Yeah. And the statistic that I read from the Real Real Estate Board of Greater Vancouver is the ratio of sales to active listings for condos is 42%. And uh, I'm not really sure what that means, but it's the highest it's been since 2018. So I guess the ratio of sales to active listings um, means uh, they're going fast, right? Well, yes. And that 42% doesn't sound really high, but but actually that's a very strong number if you're looking at sales to active listing ratios uh, in the condo market, because it wasn't that long ago when numbers were much, much lower. You know, the, the market takes off in 2016 and 17. Developers jump into the condo game, then it cools off a bit. But in the meanwhile, they're producing these units. And some areas, say Langley and some other, you know, high density condo areas that for a while there, they had, you know, six, nine months of supply, something like that. And uh, condos were a little bit uh, there was, I would say, even a glut in some areas uh, of condos back when the market was a little bit slower. Now, of course, again, with affordability being an issue and people jumping into the market, uh, maybe first-time buyers taking advantage of historically low interest rates, the condos are getting snapped up as well. So I mean, it's kind of an old story. We've been talking about this for a few weeks now, uh, you know, or months, that the market has been strong. It's a seller's market. And, uh, you know, that just keeps happening. So it's a little bit of more of the same. But you're right, the condo market uh, due to affordability has definitely bounced back uh, to join, you know, the other segments as being what I would call pretty hot. John Carlson is our guest. Uh, JohnnySmartPoint.com is his website. You can give him a call at 604-612-0080. John at JohnnySmartPoint.com is the email address. And talking about condos being strong, I mean, I think that's really good news, I think, in this sort of uh, climate that we're in after a year of COVID for somebody who maybe is new to the real estate market and they need to move or they want to sell their condo, uh, it, it's probably a lucky break for them that they're in this kind of market that, that, that COVID hasn't depressed the market and they can, um, they can get out and they might even be able to make a profit. Um, so it's, it's, it's probably good news for a lot of people. It is, uh, 
when you're selling, of course, <laughs> buying it's a little bit tougher. But again, as a buyer, you've got low interest rates and, you know, you have time on your side. The COVID situation, it's been it's been huge. Let's face it. it uh, you know, back a year ago at this time, a lot of people were wondering, hey, is the market really headed for a downturn? Even CMHC was predicting, you know, prior to that, that our market might drop by 15 to 18 percent. So it just goes to show you how unpredictable things are. But it also goes to show you that real estate in greater Vancouver and the Fraser Valley is, you know, it's a monster. It, it, it does not seem to want to die ever. It may pause. It may, you know, deflate just a little bit for a while. But the demand for this area, there's a limited supply of land and a limited, limited supply of, you know, housing options in greater Vancouver and, and a lot of the Fraser Valley. But the demand and the influx of, you know, of immigration and all these things, uh, the growth of our of our populations, this real estate market is extremely resilient and it's it's very hard to count the greater Vancouver real estate market out. And right now we're seeing that, um, you know, supply dropped, but demand did not. And uh, I'm just hoping again, we're talking about supply maybe coming up a little bit in the spring. And I think that would be the best thing we could do for our market would be to have a little bit more supply so that buyers can relax a little bit and people can take time making decisions and have a little bit easier of a move on a, on a sale and a purchase. So again, if listeners out there are thinking about selling their properties and they needed a good agent, they might want to give me a call. I'd be happy to talk to anybody out there. Yeah. Go to johnnysmartpoint.com uh, to talk to John. And uh, we've been talking on your web about your website and all the properties that you have. Uh, we were looking at that big, beautiful property in Maple Ridge on 116 Avenue. It's like a quarter acre, uh, but they're not all big detached homes. You've got some smaller homes. So uh, what are you excited about uh, in that department? Well, actually, there's a couple of new listings on my website. They're brand new. The other ones have all sold or have offers on them, just so, so people know. But they're still there. They're, if, uh, if they're not quite firmed up yet or they're relatively recent sales. But, you know, I've got some other new ones coming up. Um, again, I, I never count my chickens before they're hatched. But uh, a nice family home in the Abbotsford area I may have coming up this week very, very soon. Um, I have another one perhaps in Maple Ridge that's, uh, that's a nice big uh, two-story with a basement and a suite, uh, a house in Langley. So I'm working on a number of different things, but nothing's really firmed up quite yet. Uh, if anybody wants to call me to talk about these sorts of things, I mean, absolutely, or go to my website and send me a, a message. There's also on my website a, a, a place you can click for an evaluation if you want to send me some information about your home, uh, size, details, all that sort of thing. I'll get it, and I can take a look at it and call you back. Uh, but uh, yeah, the, the market is just rolling. I'm anticipating I'm going to be busy and uh, that's the way I like it. So feel free to give me a shout if you want to be a part of that. I'd love to hear from you. And if people missed it, we were talking earlier in the program about uh, this property in Maple Ridge on 116 Avenue. Uh, it's uh, just over a quarter acre and you're going to be showing it tomorrow. So if people want to get a hold of you, 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 can, uh, you can show people this home. Yeah, Sunday noon to three, two three seven one five, one hundred and sixteen Avenue. It's a twelve thousand square foot lot, two bedroom basement suite, three thousand square foot house, uh, very private, green belt all around it. It's got a separate driveway for parking boats and RVs, and a separate carport and that sort of thing. So go to my website or check it out on MLS. It'll be uh, Sunday from noon to three. I'll be there. Yeah, and you want to you want to make an appointment at uh, so go to Johnny. Oh Smart, yes, johnnysmartpoint.com. Uh, 604-612-0080 is the number. Uh, you can also email John at john at johnnysmartpoint.com or just go to the website, johnnysmartpoint.com. There's all sorts of uh, contact info there. Um, so, you know, talking about, you know, big homes and little homes, 
like what what are what's the smallest home you've ever sold? Do you remember? Do, do you remember oh off my. the top of your head? Is that an odd question? A detached house? Are you talking about? Boy, I, no, I have I mean to think an, about that. <laughs> or an apartment or something like this is like a micro suite. Um, but I guess you've sold so many. It's probably not something well, you can access at the top of your head. Well, you know, it's kind of funny. I'll, I'll be super quick, but I remember um, I'm quite tall for people who know me. And um, there was a little uh, old or used to be a motel and they had little units that they carved into detached residences. And these, you know, at that time were pretty small at around 500 square feet. And the ceiling was about maybe an inch over my head, if that. I think I could barely stand up in the place. So I remember having a very small, vacant little townhouse. Uh, tiny little thing and uh, I put a chair by the door because I would open up the door and if I stepped in first people would kind of look around and go oh my goodness this place is tiny but if I sat a little chair I sat myself (laughs) down and let the other buyer look around there that little so you know bigger homes smaller homes it doesn't really matter there's there's a market for pretty much anything out there and and the key is you know know what you bring to the market sometimes it's not much more than affordability and security you've got a safe spot that's priced well hey that's great that's a great lead Uh, But know what you bring to the market and know what makes you stand out in your segment. Understand what your competition is so that you can position properly and then understand the lay of the land, what's happening in the market so you can come up with a strategy. Big homes, little homes, acreages. I do residential properties. I don't do commercial real estate. You know, my philosophy is either you do that well or you stay out of it. So I stay entirely out of it. However, if there's somebody out there with a commercial property, they want to give me a call. I do know all kinds of agents that do that sort of thing. And I can make, you know, really good recommendations. But, you know, I'm a residential resale uh, agent. I don't uh, work for developers on big projects. I work for individuals, young families looking to maybe sell their you know, their condo to buy a detached house because their family's bigger or downsizing or small acreages and all that sort of stuff. So hard to me to remember the smallest place <laughs> or the biggest place, but I do have a lot of fond memories of the places I've represented and all the clients I've worked with. I think the place where you had to sit down, because I know that feeling too. I'm kind of a, a, a tall goomer and uh, it, low ceilings are a problem for me. <laughs> we're talking, yeah, it can be embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, we're talking to John and other people don't even notice. <laughs> That's right. John Carlson, uh, johnnysmartpoint.com. And uh, I guess the the thing we'll leave with today is that it's still a seller's market and uh, it's a good time to put something on the market. And if you want to call John, you can give him a call at 604-612-0080, johnnysmartpoint.com. Well, John, uh, good luck tomorrow uh, out in Maple Ridge and uh, we will talk to you soon. Yeah, looking forward to seeing you get in two more weeks. Right on. John Carlson, this is Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong, and we're going to come back, and we're going to ask Andrew. Welcome back to Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong. Time for Ask Andrew. That's the segment where we talk to our executive producer here at Vancouver Consumer, Andrew Ferreira. And uh, a topic that we've talked about on this show is cryptocurrency. Bitcoin has completely taken off, but you have to be careful. And uh, Andrew, you uh, you kind of uh, you have a warning for us about cryptocurrency. Yeah, um, and I mean this goes you know with a lot of you know investments in general is always be wary. Uh, you know, yeah. always be wary when it, and it doesn't matter if it's cryptocurrency or, you know, we just talked with John Carlson real estate or, if it's, you know, any other, you know, form of investment. If it can be gamed, people will try to game it. Right. Um, and the Vancouver Police Department uh, on Friday morning, yesterday morning, uh, actually put out 
uh, a press release warning about an alarming, and this is their wording, an alarming increase uh, in cryptocurrency scams. Uh, you know, over a one-week period, apparently over the last little while, uh, local victims have lost close to $2 million. Yeah, I heard that. That's a lot of dough. That's a whole smack of cash. Um, and, you know, they're... The, the big way that scammers get at you is they exploit, you know, your emotions, right? right. That's the thing. Um, and they mentioned this in the presser, but, you know, there are two similar scenarios that have been kind of popping up on the VPD's radar as of late. Um, there's the romance scam. That one's you that one. You always hear about that one. The romance scam. Right. Uh, and then the investment scam. Right. So the romance scam, you know, it's the kind of, you know, someone's approach through social media or a dating site. Uh, you know, then you're kind of lured in and then they convince the victim to invest. And then they say, you know, we can't meet in person, blah, 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 blah. And then the person is duped into investing into a fake, you know, company or fake stocks or giving their money to a third party without any verification. And that's how you lose your money. Mm -hmm. Right. And the, then the, the investment scam is usually where, um, you know, uh, there's usually a, a fake company that's set up. Uh, and this is just through social media. Uh, and this isn't more of a romance basically. This is more of a, I've, like, you know, I've got a business opportunity, that kind of thing. Uh, and you're asked, you know, you know, purchase or invest in it. And then poof, your money's gone because the company doesn't actually exist. And so, you know, and this goes with money, you know, finance, anything, always be suspicious, right? That's the thing. If it seems too good to be true, it probably is, right? Yeah. Um, in your emails, if an email looks fishy, don't open it, right? You don't have to open all your emails. If you don't trust it, close it, right? That's the thing. Um, and, you know, stuff like, and this goes for banks especially, uh, but financial institutions, and reputable cryptocurrency um, um, outlets um, and brokers won't resort to, you know, methods of, you know, trying to get on your side because they're a legitimate business. They don't have to. And they're very heavily regulated more and more as this goes along. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Um, and so, you know, always, you know, this, this is something that gets, you know, parroted out all the time, but always, you know, triple check whatever it is that you're, that you're looking into, you know, ask a friend, right? I always, you know, if you're ever unsure, just ask somebody that you trust, like, Hey, have you heard of this? Right. It doesn't hurt, you know, Google search it, right. Look it up and see, is this a real company? You know, that kind of thing. There's all sorts of steps that you can take to be safe. And I guess that's just the bottom line. Yeah. And a lot of this goes unreported because people are just so embarrassed. They feel so stupid yeah. that they got duped, but you can get duped. It just happens. But good advice. Andrew Ferreira. Ask Andrew is our segment here on Vancouver Consumer. And when we come back on Vancouver Consumer, it's all about taking care of your teeth and how that pretty much affects your entire overall health. That's when Vancouver Consumer continues right after this. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.